Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Best Fiends. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Geico, go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Hulu, Hulu has the reality TV that you love, so start your free trial today at hulu.com. Glossier, get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash vine. Certain exclusions apply. Crate and Barrel, create your Crate and Barrel registry at crateandbarrel.com or at a store near you. And ShipStation. It's no wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit shipstation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Vine. That's shipstation.com, enter code Vine, shipstation.com. Make ship happen. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. All right, welcome to Grape Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow, with my co-pilot. Uh, see what I did there? I see what you did there. Jason Ooh. Michael Tardick, and it's been quite a dramatic. 24 hours between the Nashville tornado, the women tell all, and the fact that we just recorded 15 <laughs> minutes of this damn podcast while it wasn't recording. It has been one of those weeks. It's been one of those weeks. It Last really 14 days, not only in our lives, but just in general, have been just like tragic. Is it one of those damn uh, um, moon shit, you know, with the... No idea what you're talking yes, about. Yes, you do. The... You know, with the moon and the universe, the, the you know what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. You you know what I'm talking about? The Mercury in retrograde. Yes. Yeah, where everybody freaks <laughs> sure. out and the shit goes hits the fan. That's what's happened. Pino's getting sick. The coronavirus is real. The women tell all. Nobody could talk. This tornado going on. What else has happened? Some other stuff. We don't, we don't have to bring some of the other stuff up on the podcast, but it's been a tough oh, yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, it has been a tough couple of weeks. Stuff happening with the house. Just a bunch of like yeah. random small things and a couple really big things that have just, I don't know, just really put a damper on things. And then my finance self comes out with the coronavirus. Yeah. No one's going to care about this, but last week I was do. the worst week in the stock market since 2008. Every indice was down over more than 10%. Because of the coronavirus? Because of the coronavirus. <gasps> because with the coronavirus, it has such an impact on trade and travel and logistics and timing and turnaround. Mm-hmm. So it's like blowing the economy up. But um, well, yeah, so it's been a, a shit show of it has the last been a shit show. 10 days. Why don't we, should we talk about the tornado first? Yeah. I mean, we were celebrating a huge Euler win. Jason has decided that I'm going to be the next WWE um, 
Oh, you're going in next WWE full superstar. Here's the deal. I'm already going on the Bella Twins podcast. I'm going on their podcast. They're coming you on are? yours. Yeah, they, I've, I've been in contact with them. I'm a big WWE Can't guy. Wait, I've been trying to get on their podcast because I want them on mine. Now you're just going to go perfect. without me? No, I'll go with you because I'm going to be your agent. I'm going to be the guy on the sideline that's like fighting people to like so that you can win the belt in there. And I'm going to intro you. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in at five foot four, the new champion, WWE superstar, taking the ranks over Hulk Hogan, Caitlin Bristol. Oh, what would be your WWE name? Oh, the Bristonator. (laughs) You're better than that. (laughs) Um, Bristow Toe. Well, people are wondering why you're now a WWE superstar. You should probably tell them. Oh, it's, I mean,. I guess last night while the Oilers were playing um, the Nashville Predators, we were, um, Brett Kissel and his wife Cece were nice enough to invite us into this box suite. And Courtney Wilson, who, if you remember her, she was on my podcast um, back, back when, I don't remember when, it was like a year ago now, I guess. And they're on like an HGTV show. They do all this house flipping and she's really awesome and she's spunky and got a lot of energy and she was, you know, cheering for the the Predators and I was cheering for the Oilers and we got in each other's faces and I ended up taking her down, pinning her for the full three seconds, punching her in the ribs a few times. <laughs> you got the full all in good fun. <laughs> uh, Those were great fun. Got the belt. Yep. You got the belt. And Jason has decided that, uh, that he's like, That's no. your next career move. You were, you were like... Uh, your inner stage mom just came out and you decided oh, yeah. that this is what I am doing and I don't have a choice and I am going to yeah. be the next WWE champion and I'm going to be the smallest wrestler in the league with the, the, the mightiest punch. I've always wanted to be a WWE guy. But I what just, do you mean? Guy? I mean wrestler? A wrestler, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I would need to take some roids, but I could do it. But I'm no, not you going don't to need do to it. take roids. I'm going to be those, your side Those people guy. work very hard. They work very hard, but they're all huge. You, you've been to those shows. Yeah, those guys but, are but they monsters. are born. They are bred that yeah, way. So, that's true. They're, that's true. They come from a long back. history. It was a facetious of, joke. Anyways, I I know, but yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, besides being a WWE wrestler, so we were done with the game, and we decided to go to this little karaoke trailer, and I mean an actual trailer. Trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where you can only, the only thing you can get there is beer or cider, all cash. It's either $2, $3, or $4. And you sing karaoke. It's the best. And it was awesome. It's amazing. And you can order McDonald's there. You can order pizza, like whatever you want. Yeah. So we're singing. We're having a great time. We're celebrating an Euler win. Jason and I put some money on the Oilers. Big hundo bucks in there in the pocket for us. And then Kissel ordered pizza. And we're eating pizza, and all of a sudden we hear the sirens outside. And the guy come over this mic, and he goes, "You guys need to get out now. There's tornado warnings. Like, this is not a joke, kind of thing." And I'm like, <laughs> "Let me finish my zaw. Like, I didn't take it seriously at all." You're doing a pizza rating, I think. Probably. Well, what's ridiculous is like, okay, there's sirens. There's a tornado. Not take cover, find a ride. It was literally go to the parking lot. Yeah. So we're out. sitting in the middle of the parking lot. Sirens are going off. Wind's picking up. Luckily, we, we can't we're, get an Uber anywhere. We were with a large group. We had um, two sober drivers. We packed it in. So we packed it in. We're, we're still at this point being like, 
Uh, tornado warnings. Yeah. I've been in Nashville for four years. Yep. I've gone through many tornado warnings. I've gone through many sirens at home by myself, not scared at all. I always follow Nashville severe weather on Twitter. And this time I'm checking and usually they're like, yeah, you know, big storms, no worries for tornadoes yet, but I know the sirens are going off, blah, 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 blah. This time was way different. This Twitter account was going take cover get shelter this is not a joke this is serious tornadoes are touching down and you need to be safe don't take this don't take this lightly like get shelter now and jason still at this point was like okay and i was like no i'm scared i've never been in uh in a tornado and only growing up in blizzards right so i'm thinking (laughs) this is kind of like a like oh here we go another like like a fire drill in a you know a building like okay let's go through the process and check the boxes Mm -hmm. but i will say the laughter and jokes in the parking lot were silenced very quickly as we pulled out and we start going down the streets and we literally see trees on top of cars. I mean, that's when it kind of hit us that we're like, this, this is, this is first of all, not only a joke, but this is outrageously serious. Yeah. So, it ended up being devastating. Yeah. And I had no, and I didn't even know what to do. Like, so we got home. I'm like, what, the, like, what do we do right now? Like, I have no idea and, what and, to do. And we're staying in a place right now while some stuff gets down at the house. And this place, and not a lot of places in Tennessee, to be honest, have basements. Yeah. This place definitely does not. No. Not even a crawl space. So we just went to the lowest level bathroom, which is ground floor, and sat in the tub sang, as a family. Sang kumbaya. And sang kumbaya. All right. Do you own or rent your own home? I bet you do, and I bet it can be hard work. I know from experience. You know, it's easy bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O.com. What is outrageously fortunate for us is we, right, obviously we have our, the house back in the area that it's in and it's being renovated. And right now we are in an Airbnb. So at this point, we're, we're kind of liable for two homes in two different areas. And we were so fortunate that, you know, we didn't have any destruction. But I mean, it but was close. It, it was, we, right now, I think it's important to know we are about four or five miles of the epicenter of where that hit. Mm-hmm. That is not far, right? So and people were injured, 19 lives 20, have been lost. Yeah, and and more of yeah, you're right, right? More importantly than what we're talking our about house. with us in our <laughs> house, 22 people right now. Is it 22? 22 have lost their lives. God. And those poor families and loved ones. It's absolute tragedy and it could have happened to anyone because you don't know how serious it is you don't have proper shelter sometimes and like one of my favorite spots in east nashville this place called burger up i've been there so many times was crushed to the floor and they were pulling people out like the the last i read it was 48 buildings have collapsed over fifty thousand people have been impacted by this so we're gonna do some research and find out i mean I was listening to the radio and, and everyone in Nashville knows that if you didn't have shelter, there's places to go that were open for, for people without power, or, you know, without homes. But we're going to do some research yeah. 
and find out the best ways that everybody can help and donate and volunteer and do whatever we can do to help the situation. Because, oh my gosh, I mean, I woke up this morning just feeling sick to my stomach because it went just from a joke to it escalated so quickly and became so serious and now is, you know, all over the news and it's absolutely Mm. tragic. What has happened? It's tragic and it's it's devastating, and um, my heart just honestly, my heart just goes out. So it's like we talked about this morning. It's you wake up mm-hmm. and just you're caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, and it's an it's an absolute tragedy. And, and God bless um, the families that are going through that right now. Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's <sighs> it's tough. A tough. Tough I, transition. I know. Yeah. We I um, my team for Off the Vine, you know, was they're out in Canada and posting stuff, and I was like, you know what? I just think we should delete it because one, I didn't even think about that today. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about my podcast being promoted or sure, anything. Sure. I was just like, kind of in shock and uh, and just sad for other people. Yeah. And so when I saw it on my story, I was like, oh no, no, <laughs> like this doesn't feel right. So I deleted it. The, the you know we all know my podcast comes out Tuesdays, but it just didn't feel right to like be promoting that when we yeah. haven't found a solution of how to help. I think it's also in the last week and a half. There's been a lot of mayhem things um, I really don't want to bring up in the podcast that we don't need to talk about. But you know you know we people have lost loved ones in the mm-hmm. last week and a half, and uh, just between mm-hmm. this tragedy and the coronavirus yeah. and other friends losing loved ones, mm-hmm. like I think it's it's just another reminder, just like when you have the opportunity to tell the people that you love, you love them, never let that slide. And the other thing is we, I was talking to my dad about this, you know, uh, we, we talk about some of the stress going on in life. And when you put that in perspective, it's just with this stuff going on, why do we always need such tragic reminders, such things that like, it's such devastation for us to be like, Oh yeah, right. I know. I know. Tell your loved ones. Like no, it just know, always though. feels like something. It's has because to be. we're so caught up. There's so many distraction and there's so much noise today that we're so caught up in just things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. We're waking up, checking the boxes, doing what we have to do, meeting expectations of others except our own. And it's reminders like this that put in perspective, like what is life really about? So right? what are you going to do differently? What am I going to do differently? I'm going to be, I'm going to try and be a little bit more patient. I You're think, very patient. No, I know. I know. I know. But I, I actually am very patient. You're very patient. But like, I think when you take a step back, like you hit the brakes a little bit on certain situations, except go, 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 go. You can really just see things differently. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're going to just pause a little bit more pause and stop, bit. stop being like you're a very big checklist guy yeah i go into robot mode yeah like where i'm like boom 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 let's go let's, yeah. go, let's go and sometimes you gotta slow down um to speed up like what, what do you think you're gonna do well I, I think it's kind of the same as trying to be more in the moment and not so focused on the wrong things like tonight instead of you know we were gonna go out for dinner and have this nice dinner out and we're like why don't we stay home with the dogs. Why don't we put our phones down? Why don't we cook a nice meal together mm-hmm. and pour a nice glass of wine and talk, yeah. which I think we did because of the situation. Yep, exactly. And we're, we're very blessed and fortunate to be in Nashville and not be impacted by this. So, I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's on you and I to get, uh, to do something to contribute and, and come up with something that we can rally, rally the troops and give back to this community. Yeah. And I know how hard the vinos can rally and come together for certain things. So 
I believe in you. <laughs> All right. So quick break, because if you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain, which is very important, and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, I've got the answer for you, and it's Best Fiends. All right, so Best Fiends is a casual puzzle game, love puzzles, meaning you can spend as much or as little time playing, but probably a lot if we're being honest. It's full of these really, really cute little characters, and they're actually bugs, and they're still so cute. I don't know how bugs are cute, but they are here. But honestly, it's just so much fun to play and try to get to level after level. I personally like to challenge my friends to see who can get to the furthest level. The quickest, I admit it, I'm very competitive. Jason and I always said we'd be so good on Amazing Race because we're both so competitive. I also love that Best Fiends engages your brain so you don't have to feel guilty about playing all the time. You're just working out your brain, duh. And another great thing about the game is that it doesn't require Wi-Fi. So if you're traveling just in a spot where you can't get internet, it's not a problem. It's truly a unique and exciting puzzle experience. Unlike any other puzzle games out there, Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events. So it never gets old, never gets boring. They truly treat the game like a service for their players. So they're always making cool updates and adding new things to the game. Engage your brain with the fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. This is Off the Vine. Great therapy. Okay, so on a lighter note. On a lighter note. A 38-year-old woman has become the bachelorette, and I could not be happier. I was really rooting for Tia, mm-hmm. um, as I said on my last podcast, because I thought she would have been a great bachelorette. Yep. She's young. She's spunky. And young, I mean, like anyone is young under 60, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but like she's, she's just got the spunk, and I think she's in a good place in her life, and I feel like she's fun, and all these things. So I was really rooting for her, not really thinking that Claire was an option. Uh, so finding out that news, I was like, okay, I can get down with that. I can get down with Claire's the Bachelorette, 38 year old woman who absolutely knows what she wants, does not put up with anything. We've seen her in other shows be like, you know, she, she's kind of, in my opinion, like a badass Disney princess. Like she's like, (laughs) she wants the fairy tale and the love and the, like, she's like, you know, she does the, the sweet quotes, but also she's not going to put up with shit. Yeah. I mean, this is, I'm just a little. So I don't know who Claire is. Now I know who Claire is, and uh, I, I really don't know much about her. I just think it is so refreshing, given what I've you know said about this season from day one. I said, this has been a shit show like we've never seen. It's always going to be a shit show. But you told me that. You're like, nope, this is how it is every season. But I'm coming back now, going into the finale, standing by my word and saying, this season is a complete shit show. They're all and, shit shows in different ways. this has taken the cake for a shit show of a season. You don't think so? A shit show? Yes. No, I don't think it's... it's. I always think it's a shit show. Even on my own season, even on your season, I always think it's a shit show. This one is a little different because it just seems like like we went backwards where I felt like the show was really starting to evolve. I felt this season went backwards. What do you mean by that? Um, there wasn't any like, you know, we... 
there wasn't real religion talk or like the sex thing. It was like, yeah, okay. But there wasn't really any mature conversations about around anything that's important in relationships. Everybody was very young. It felt like a lot of things were scripted and like these girls are supposed to feel this way. So this is what they're saying. It didn't feel real. It didn't feel like a real shit show. It felt like a bit of a phony one. A phony shit show. That's fair. Okay. I, I, I agree with that. But I still think, you know, it was a shit show. And mm-hmm. it still is a shit show. And we'll see where it goes from here. But, but that's what's why fascinating, we tune in. Claire's will be a shit why, show too. You think so? Yes. I'm going to say that I will come back after two weeks on this recap and I will say it is not a shit show. It's going to be a great, lovely shit show. It's, it's going to be a lovely one. And, <sighs> but I want to just... I always think strategically business-wise, I thought so. It seemed like the show was going in a direction of selecting a younger cast because, as we all know, TV is changing. It's Mm -hmm. going digital, right? And I'm thinking that part of their strategy was while TV ratings across the board everywhere, total viewers are dropping, Mm -hmm. while Bachelor ratings are killing it because the franchise is incredible, that they would try and attract a younger demographic and therefore have the social media That's blow up, digital series, all the stuff. Uh-huh. And they were doing they're doing it exceptionally. But maybe they grasped But now this is a already. whole we went how old was Hannah? Not that you have to put an age or something, but Hannah B was twenty two, twenty three. No, 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 no. I think she's twenty four. Okay. Okay, so 24. Either 24, 25, or 26. So it's it's a crazy transition, though. We're going from 24 Bachelorette, 25, 26 Bachelor, to 38. And I think I would just love to know the direction. Is it like, what what are we thinking? You're always always thinking thinking of the the business, and I'm thinking of the love story. But I've heard that they they had to recast now because they had a lot of younger people that Mm -hmm. were going to be on the show. And now, like, they're switching. I wonder what made them go with Claire. Not that she doesn't have, like, of course, she, you know, she's got everything every bachelorette's always had. But here's my theory. Here's my theory. My theory is that as a viewer, even me, I'm dying to watch two mature people yeah, fall in love same, again. And, and that's then what the show watch is it to be. and see yeah. it and get engaged in everything. Mm-hmm. And what, every, everything has been a train wreck, I feel like, since. Mm-hmm. Think about Hannah. Obviously, the Hannah Jed thing. Almost the Hannah and Tyler thing worked out, and that didn't happen. Then we almost had Hannah and Peter. Mm-hmm. Then we had um, Demi's breakup, mm-hmm. and uh, you know all these breakups are like sad and devastating. But a lot of them happened. Joe and Kendall broke up. Chris and Chris and uh, Chris and Crystal broke up. Um, and I just think we've seen a lot of like tragedy. I'm like, I want one great love story and i hope I this is find it, it. I, this is gonna be it i really believe that it will i just feel like by having somebody you've already grabbed the attention of the young viewers now you're having a woman who i believe is deserving and well, we're all deserving of love but like deserving to be the bachelorette and she's going to have the right mature conversations with still drama because there always will be always but i feel like this is going to be the first season a long time we're going to see a real true love story blossom that's awesome i hope that happens me too now who if you could pick one person from the franchise Mm -hmm. because you know claire and you know her story and everything if you could pick one guy from the franchise that would be a good fit to go on her season who would it be derek path really I don't know. But, awesome. Uh, All right. That's great. I, well, I'm a big Derek fan. That's I just, awesome. I, I really like Derek. I think he's a, f- a phenomenal person with a great sense of humor and a good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a romantic and is like a good fit for her. And I feel like, I feel like Claire's, and I don't know her well, but I know her. I feel like she's the kind of woman that 
She's independent. She's doing her own thing. She hasn't really searched for the limelight in a while. She's just kind of ready for that next step in her life. And I feel like Derek kind of would just compliment her in those ways and like kind of... I feel like they're two people that have their own things going on that would kind of champion each other. That's no, I think that's great. I think that's great. Yeah. I'm trying to think who I would go with. Yeah. Who would you go with? For some reason, I don't know why Clay Harbor is coming to oh. mind. I can see I don't that. Know, I don't know why, but I'm like, I think I would like to see Clay on that season. He kind of, um, turned me off a bit on paradise. I'm not saying as a person in general because it's a show. Yeah. But just on Paradise, I was like, I don't see that guy as being really ready yet. I don't think he knows himself well enough yet to be ready for someone else. All right. So Mr. Chris Harrison was telling me about this crazy party Hulu threw in Beverly Hills with all the biggest reality TV stars from like every show. And now I have to watch the commercials to see what happened like everyone else. I don't usually get FOMO, but in this case, I have extreme FOMO here. Luckily for you, Hulu has the reality TV that you love. So start your free trial today at Hulu.com. Before The Bachelorette, we got Listen to Your Heart coming out. Oh, did and you we see made, that? We had a nice ready? little cameo up there. Yeah. That was fun. I don't, can we talk about that? Or yeah. No? Oh, we can? Yeah. Yeah. So are you sure? Well, don't say which episode or what, just okay. that we were on it. Yeah. Caitlin yeah. and I were on the show and it was, I, I, I'll just give, with saying no more, I honestly think it's going to be a fantastic show. I do too. I like even the trailer. I'm like, this is. I don't know why people. Yeah, the I heard sold people me. were chirping it a little bit on on Twitter. Well, yeah, it's but another. I, I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm like, we got all the bullshit drama, but we got good musicians. This is awesome. Especially because they're giving us the whole vibes of what's his face and Lady Gaga, Bradley uh, Sh- Cooper, Shadow, from, right? Uh, yeah, a star is yeah, born. A star is born. I'm getting yep. mega star is born vibes, and it was a really smart time for them to jump on that and do the like love story slash music thing. We we all love American Idol. We all love The Bachelor. Marry those two shows together, and we've got listen to your heart. Let's go. I'm excited for it. And we were judges on the show, so can't wait for everybody to tune in on that. Now, the Women Tell All recap. I mean, it was basically your typical tell-all, you know. Um, I didn't feel like... Okay. I mean, let's go through the points. We've got a little bit of time here. So, I mean, obviously, we really wanted to address the Victoria drama with everyone saying that she's a homewrecker, which... (laughs) God bless Chris Harrison. He always cuts straight to the... He just gets right to the core of everybody's like, so... And he just says it like and looks them in the eye and you're like, dang, Chris Harrison. Guy's good at his job. The guy is good at his job. That's great. Uh, Okay. So what happened on Women Tell All? Well, so the the beginning we start before we go to Women Tell All, it's the rose ceremony. Oh, right. right? I forgot they did that. So the rose ceremony is you got got, uh, Victoria and you got Hannah Ann just sitting there waiting. Mm -hmm. Peter's looking around. Where's Madison? Poor girls are freezing cold. Madison shows up. Yeah. And then, of course, he gives the final rose to Madison, which, by the way, we talked about this. Why doesn't Chris Harrison come out anymore and say, Peter, ladies, 
This is the final round. I don't know because we haven't gotten that. we've made fun of it for so long, but we all look forward to that moment. <laughs> and I remember asking Chris on my podcast, why do you do that every season? And he was like, look, it's a, it's an iconic moment. It's part of the show. Sure. It's the structure. Everyone knows it's coming. We all love that moment. And now that it's gone, I'm like, wait a second. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. I yeah. want it back. Yeah, I want it back. I too. mean, if we're still driving the whole, this is the most dramatic season ever, why are we losing... This, this is, is the, the final, final rose. rose. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we see Madison obviously accepts the rose. I so don't like t- it. What do you think about it? I don't this? like it. I don't like that she didn't stick to her word because that's setting the wrong boundaries for the relationship. So I'll play devil's advocate. What do you expect her to do right there? Just say no? I expected her to say... Not show up to the rose ceremony? Look, no, she should have left before that. I think she should have said, look, I told you these are my morals. I told you this is what's important to me. I told you this is my faith. And I told you I don't think I'd be able to move on if you were intimate with other women. And then he comes back around on the date and says, I was intimate with other women. She should have stuck to her guns and said, if this guy wants to fight for me, he will. But I'm out. I set those boundaries and I'm gone. And she should have left right then and there and said, I told you I was leaving. I'm leaving. Because now she's now accepting the rose, saying, I don't know. We don't know what happens. And she's not sticking to her word. Okay. And I think the one thing I would have liked to see, there's at least some kind of conversation to drill down to the root of the issue. Because I think what's happening is the issue is still going to linger into the finale and could linger there after the finale. And I don't and know did what you that have is. To? Did you have to? Did you have to let it linger? That's really off to. <laughs> All right. And so I don't I don't know. I'm uh I I just think in life gray area if you're in a relationship now, if you're thinking about a relationship, work stuff, being in a gray area sucks, right? You got to go in or you got to go out. And I think but there's the, the whole way is a gray area. Too, for sure, but I think there's way too much gray area here. Either you're like you said, you're in or you're out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I will say of anyone on this season, I think Madison has been just spectacular. No, I, agree. I think she, um, maybe if things don't work out, not next season, but down the road, she would make an unbelievable bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time she's there, um, I think she handles herself with poise, mm-hmm. class, character. Yep. And um, I, my, one of my favorite things was her cheers. I loved it when she said, oh, yeah. um, it and was, she just looked him dead in the eyes. She, she looked him dead in the eyes and said, <laughs> it was about like love conquers all, right? Well, oh, here's to seeing she, if, here's to seeing if, if love, love conquers, conquers all. all. It was just everything she does. She does with confidence and power. It's true. And I agree with that. I, I say this every season with all the serious ones, but I'm like, I would like to see a little more personality out of her. Mm-hmm. But again, that's she's in a situation where like, it's not like the easiest thing to show. For sure. But yeah, I agree. I really like her. She's my favorite. And I what, agree with all the things you said. What do you think about his relationship with Hannah Ann? I don't, I still don't buy it. Yeah, I don't either. I think they have crushes on each other. I think they have like a cute friendship bond with a crush on each other, but I don't see love, passion, romance, future, any of that. With Hannah Ann, I feel like since the get-go, I haven't really been buying what she's selling, Mm -hmm. but now uh, we're at the finale and she's been so consistent with what she's saying that I keep saying like, eh, I just don't believe it. Now I'm like, wait a second. That's just her, I think. I think that's just her. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't think, look, anytime I say 
things that aren't she's amazing she's great she's beautiful she's kind it doesn't mean i hate them or i don't sure. like them oh, or of course it's i think hannah ann seems super sweet she's a little yeah. too um predictable for me on the show we're not saying you're not saying you dislike her you're just saying you don't know if you clear. believe the relationship I always wanna, if, I just, you, if you think he would they would be the best fit for each other yeah, huh? yeah. i just always want to make that clear. yeah 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 no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I just see more um, like comfort within a relationship between um, and like authenticity. Is that the word between Peter and Maddie than Peter and Hannah Ann? I love that's not chirping Maddie. either one of them. It's just yeah. I really I'm I'm shipping Peter and Maddie. Oh, yeah. And you're sinking Peter and Hannah Ann. Yeah. Ship and sink. That's where I'm at now. That could okay. change in a week. I think we've all gathered the information that we need about myself to know that I love skincare, okay? And uh, I take it very seriously. My routine, it's everything, no matter how late, if I've had a little something to drink, I'm always making time at the end of the night to go through my routine. Very serious about the quality and effectiveness of my skincare, but you don't always know what you're getting, even if you think it's a quality product, which I think I used to do all the time back in my 20s. That's why I'm obsessed with Glossier. You probably know them from their popularizing the glowy, dewy skin look. They believe that beauty starts with skin first, makeup second, which I 100% agree with. One Glossier product that I love so much is their Milky Jelly Cleanser. The name pretty much speaks for itself. It's a luxurious, creamy gel formula that makes washing your face like an elevated experience, truly. Every time I use it, I feel like I'm at the spa treating myself, but it's just part of my normal routine. The Milky Jelly Cleanser washes away excess oil, dirt, and makeup. Plus, it comes in such a beautiful packaging that I actually just love having it out in my bathroom. The Milky Jelly Cleanser is one of Glossier's top-selling products. In 2015, Glossier asked their community, what is your dream face wash? They took hundreds and hundreds of responses they got as inspiration and went to work. A year later, boom, Milky Jelly Cleanser was released. Milky Jelly Cleanser is the perfect way to start your skincare routine. The pH Balance formula has a blend of five skin conditioners and dermatologists test it. Get the glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting Glossier.com slash podcast slash Vine. Plus, all new customers will get 10% off their first order on Glossier.com slash podcast slash Vine. Again, that's Glossier spelled G-L-O. S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash Vine. Certain exclusions apply. Okay, what are... There's so many theories. There's so many rumors. I went through all of them with chicks in the office. But what is your... Like, if do you think there is a small possibility he's with a producer? I'm going to give Vegas odds here. I'm going to say... But you have to explain Vegas odds. Okay, Vegas odds are... Um, odds of what the most likely outcome is given the information you have to date. Mm -hmm. So with that, I would say that what I'm seeing that there's a 40% chance he ends up with Maddie. Okay. okay? I think there is a 25% chance he ends up with Hannah Ann. Okay. Okay. So now we're at 65. Okay. I think there is a 15% chance he ends up with Hannah B. Now we're at 80. Now we're at 80. See I think there's math? a 10... Did that turn you on? That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty fired up right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a 10% chance that there is some type of producer involved. Okay. And then there's another 10% chance... That he's alone. ...that he's single. That's my breakdown. Okay. What do you think about that? I, I think that's fair. Would you adjust those percentages at all, or do you think it's... I think it's a bigger percentage that he's alone. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know where I'd Which, adjust. Because that would make it the unspoilable would it though because you can still spoil somebody being alone 
I just, I don't know. The, I, I will tell you this. This is the most, for, for, the season, for the whole season and how it's gone and how people have reacted to it, it's the most excited I've ever been for a finale in a, it, since Sean Lowe's season. That is so true. Yeah. I agree with that. I think the beginning has, the most of this season was a shit show with mm-hmm. all the drama, but you're right. It's not about how the season starts. It's all about how the season Always. ends. And I like cannot wait to watch next I can't week. wait. I'm very yeah. excited for the, it's a two day finale. Would prefer if it wasn't, but <laughs> I'm going to have to tune in. I see what they did there. Brilliant. But I, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to see what unfolds because we are always seeing spoilers. We're always knowing what's going to happen. It's always kind of predictable. And mm-hmm. this time it's like, Holy hell, what the heck is going to yeah. happen? And I just want to give Peter a quick shout out. I've gotten to know Peter um, over the last, I don't know, six months. He is such a, a really, really good guy. He is He is exactly well, we've always s- said that. so kind and nice. And no matter what happens, I, I honestly am not saying it to say it. I really hope he finds his person and he finds happiness because he has gone through a lot. I hope, he has gone through a lot. I hope he finds himself and, and happiness with, with himself. First and yes. foremost. <laughs> well, okay. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's not happy with himself? No, I'm just saying everybody should feel that way before they find somebody else. Before you wish they find something with someone else, I don't think he's found it with himself yet. And I think this path and the season that he's on mm-hmm. is really helping him discover who he is and okay, what he wants. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say this season, we've, I think we've seen and witnessed him come into himself. Mm-hmm. And the Peter we saw in Woman Tell All was not the Peter we saw week one. I agree. And he, articulate, sharp, knows what he wants, took ownership. Thought he was great. I agree. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. Now back to Off the Vine. Great therapy. Let's go into Women Tell All. Okay. I mean, like the actual yeah. um, girls going at it. So big people, big characters, not characters, big, big human beings, big human humans, <laughs> emotions, big big emotions. emotions. The big uh, personalities in okay. this episode were you have uh, Tammy back in the action, Sydney's chirping, uh, McKenna's there, Lexi, Kelsey's obviously a huge topic of conversation, Victoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you. What, I think one of the big things they talked about was Champagne Gate. The Champagne Gate being labeled. One thing I remember not in your head when she's like, Tammy called Kelsey an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And one of Kelsey's points was, You labeled me as something I'm not, and yep. that label will stick with me. Mm-hmm. And I remember you just nodding your head. So there was a lot of action. but Yeah, because you, first of all, <laughs> I mean, who are you to say what she... You can't call somebody a pill popper and an alcoholic and then take it back or not... Like, why didn't Tammy just apologize? Be like, I totally overstepped and said something like in the moment. Mm -hmm. But Kelsey is awesome. (laughs) But the one thing I wanted to say to Kelsey when she was up there, because she was like... She said something, and I can't remember exactly the words, but she was like, I just really want to find my person. But I'm sick of these girls saying, it's like, all they all think that these men are going to complete them. And I all just want them to say, like, this path really led me to um, self-love, and that was the most important thing to me. And, like, just leave the relationship. I know the show is about relationships and finding your person, so I, I get it that that's what you're saying. But I just find that, like, nobody's saying... 
that they fell in love with themselves through anything. They're always just heartbroken. Why did he do this to me? Why did he do that? Why did he pick her? What did I have that she didn't? All of those things. But I think that's pretty consistent on The Bachelorette to a lot uh, of the yeah, guys. Who the same no, totally. Things, right? totally. We're just like, what did, you know, what did that person have that I didn't? Or could I have done anything? I asked that to Becca. I said, could I, do you think I could have done anything differently? Um, you know, so th- those are the same questions that I think come to you think about, right? Yeah. So um, now what would you think about uh, McKenna when she, I have to ask you this, when she asked, she said like something along the lines of, Come to Canada, and I'm going to show you how people do, how people treat each other. Eh, Canada, like, Canada has some assholes too, but <laughs> there's, there's a lot of assholes out there. Doesn't matter what country you're in, but yeah, no, I've, I mean, I just like any Canadian line that's dropped. So I was like, yeah, Canada. Go, go. <laughs> but I don't know. All the little one-liners between all the girls are always so funny because I'm like. They are planned. They're, all They're ready totally to go. planned. Yep. Like when Tammy said, "Oh, how long did you rehearse that?" It's like, "Well, Tammy, you rehearsed things too. We all do before <laughs> sure going did. on national television for a little bit, you know, battle between everybody that you were just competing with." Of course, we're all prepared. Who won on Women Tell All? Who lost on Women Tell All? Now, do you mean between me and the chicks in the office? Because we had some bets going. Oh, what were your bets? <laughs> I forget. Oh. We did some over and unders with how many girls were going to cry. I think I lost. Okay. I mean, there were some, no, there were some tears. There were some serious yeah, tears. Yeah, I think there was more tears than I thought. Oh, you took the would. under? Yeah, I took the under. Oh, what an interesting choice. Yeah, I went for it. Wow. Okay. All right, everybody. We obviously know that wedding planning is such an exciting and fun time, but everyone knows also that a lot of the process can be stressful and overwhelming, including registering for your wedding. But no worries, Vinos, because I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel has an expertly curated assortment, meaning you don't have to search and sort through tons and tons of items. They've selected the best of the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home simple and easy. It can be super overwhelming to scroll endlessly to try and find the best items. And if you don't go through them all, you might be thinking, "Um, wait, what did I miss? The curated assortment from Crate and Barrel makes it so much easier on you to feel confident that you're getting all the best items. No regrets, people. Their modern design with a classic twist also means you don't have to worry about your items going out of style in a year or two. That's always a worry of mine when I get something new. (laughs) I do this all the time with my house. I'm like, yeah, but how long is this going to be in style for? I love that you don't have to worry about that at Crate and Barrel because so much of their collection is just timeless. Plus, Crate and Barrel makes the registering experience so much fun with a private party just for engaged couples. So they host private registry events each month in all of their stores with the stores closed to host you and your fiance. I think that's pretty cool. I also love that Crate and Barrel offers group gifting. This is my jam right here. So friends and family can chip in to purchase a larger item that you love. That way you don't have to feel bad throwing that one big item you really want on your registry. You just have your friends go all in on it together. I've actually done this before for one of my friend's weddings. We got a group together to purchase the biggest item on her registry because we knew it was something obviously that she really, really wanted. So it was honestly ideal for us to be able to go in on it together versus just going separately in smaller gifts. So some of their top registered for products include Marin White dinnerware, organic wash sheets and duvet, which the more you wash it, the softer it gets. Yes, please. And so much more. I think the monogram beer glasses are so fun to get for couples because then every time they're having a cold one, they're thinking, hey, remember when KB got this for us? And thinking back on all of our memories together, 
They're personalized, which I love anything that's unique and personalized in my home. The fact that they're dishwasher safe is such a bonus, too, because who really wants to worry about delicately hand-washing glasses? Not I, people, not I. Create your Crate and Barrel registry, crateandbarrel.com, or at a store near you. Winners and losers. Who do you think uh, you're impressed I, by and who? I was really impressed by Kelsey. I think she was fun and a very good sport about Champagne Gate. Such a good and sport. And you missed this at the end. You're feeding the pups. But she was doing, <laughs> she was getting people from the crowd and luggage Trent and these older women who are like 80 to like shake up champagne and drink it with her. Oh, that's awesome. And she was like pulling people from the crowd. It was really funny. And I just think she handled herself well. And I just I saw her on her Instagram story. She had a scrunchie in her hair, so she won me over <laughs> there. Yeah, but I don't. I just I liked Kelsey. I thought she really owned up to all of her mistakes. Yeah, um, she stood up for herself. She just she went in there being like, yeah, I was a little dramatic, or yeah, I was emotional, and yeah, you can't talk to me that way. And I did feel this way, and she just handled herself really well. I thought. I love how she said, I am emotional and it's okay. I mean, that's one thing I'm, yes. I'm working on. Like, it's, I think, I think about emotion or my life, but what's instilled on me, what I've mm-hmm. instilled in myself is that emotion equals weakness. Mm-mm. And in the last four or no, five sir. years, no, in the last four or five years, I've really worked on that. And then being on the show really helped me work on that. So emotion does not equal weakness. No. Emotion is okay. And I love emotion that she came out an, driving a- that message. Emotion is a beautiful strength. Beautiful strength. It really is. It's. I mean, I know it can be a lot for some people sometimes, but I'm, I'm quite emotional. <laughs> you're like mm-hmm. you're literally biting your tongue right now. <laughs> but I just, I'm like, it took me a long time to feel that way too because I always wanted to be the tough girl. I always was the tough girl. Oh, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna do this. In the last, like, you know, before I went on the show and after. And then I became the Bachelorette, and I was like, "Okay, I, I gotta have emotion, otherwise I can't get through this." And now I'm just, I don't cry, baby Sue. Cry, baby Sue. Ah! I when I watch this back, it may it reminds me of when I was. I remember when I was. I was thinking of this when I was sent to the limo, right? When you walk to the limo, what do you and mean? then they can't like when you're when you're walked out when you when you get dumped. Oh yeah. You know, and I was in the limo. And I remember the only thing going on in my brain. Don't cry, 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 don't cry. Because I was like, I was afraid to show my weakness of crying on TV like that. And what happened was the second we got out of that van or limo, whatever it was, I lost it. I and all night I was sitting there crying in my in my room. And I know it's like a kind of a weird thing to talk about, but I think it goes back to in the whole next day, Not bawling either. my eyes out, but I didn't want to show it because I didn't want to show the weakness. But is the that whole because time you know that people make fun of people on The Bachelor when you're like, why are they crying? Or is it because you've just always felt that way? It's both. I think it's both. It's like afraid of uh, what people are going to think, but it's also like, no, I'm stronger. I can't cry. Crying's weakness. Like, come on, come on, don't. So the whole time, that's what I was doing. And the minute I got out of that car, I just lost. And it. you don't believe that anymore. I believe it's something I'm working on. And how are you working on it? I think it's just being more open with how I'm feeling and knowing that like, it's okay to show emotion. It's okay. And I talk about it now a little bit more on my Instagram, but it's okay. Like I've seen therapists, right? I've taken SSRIs. I've taken propanerol and Xanax and I, and that's all prescribed on a prescribed basis. But Mm -hmm. my point is, is that I have situational 
anxiety with certain things, doctor's offices and other things like that. And me even just sitting here talking about it, that is huge growth. Because I would never tell anyone that. Oh, I'm so proud I of never you. told. When I, was on, when I was going through a really tough time with like my master's and my MBA and everything else, I took SSRIs and there's two people in the world that knew and that was my doctor and myself and no one else. What? Yeah, because I, didn't, well, I was afraid to talk about that. Mm. But now I just feel more comfortable with my skin and you know what? It's, people should talk about that. It's okay to work on your brain and yourself and have, see a therapist and all that. And if you're not, honestly, you should be because, you know, no one's 100%. No one. And, um, again, we, t- we talk all day about diets and working out and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, the number one organ that we, we should all focus on is what's in between our ears. And I've been, I, I really have been living by that for probably the last six years of my life. Yeah. I've come so far and I feel like you have even in a couple of years, you know? Mm-hmm. And that is one thing I always like to give the show credit for. They really do open you up and, and get you to talk about your feelings and mm-hmm. learn a lot about yourself. Totally. Yeah. That show changed me in a, in a really good way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good transition unless you... I nope. was going to transition to the ending yep. with Rachel unless you think mm-hmm. there's anything else in Women Tell All. Uh, no, I just always laugh at Chris Harrison who has to be <laughs> in the middle of it and calls people out. It was a lot of... It, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be um, we didn't get anywhere with answers from Victoria. Um, it was just, yeah, it, it was great. Most improved player though. I think it was probably Victoria. Yeah, I honestly. agree. I, f- I found her extremely likable. Yep. I love that she took ownership. And uh, she, she said, I completely, Oh, I thought you this. meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I was a, I was a message. She said to Peter, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry totally. you had to deal with all that. I so, thought you meant about like when Chris Harrison was like, we heard of this rumor that oh. you do this. We didn't get, she didn't take ownership, but also we don't know the real story. Yeah. I just think for this, for that episode, uh, I was very impressed with her. And I think, um, you talk about someone who's found herself. I think this experience has allowed her to find herself. And I think it's And awesome. I think we should all embrace that and give her props yeah. and, and feel proud of her. And now yes. you'd be like, okay, you went through this and, and, and like we're transitioning into the Rachel being there and talking about the hate you just can't imagine getting that much hate and in, you know, she's trying to process everything, grow, evolve and figure her shit out. And maybe she has made mistakes in the past and maybe she has done some bad things that she regrets. But if this helped her and we can all see her come out of this, the other side, then like, why not, why not give her a little pat on the old back skis? I agree. Let's yeah. give her a pat on the back skis. All right. Let's be real. Even though selling online is convenient, when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. You have to ask yourself a million questions like how do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates? And that's exactly why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, getting your product out fast to keep your customers happy, which is very important. ShipStation makes it super easy for you. I have actually used ShipStation and I have so many friends who are in love with ShipStation as well, whether you run a business or you do a lot of shipping. One of my favorite parts about using ShipStation is that they allow you to manage everything from one device, including your cell phone, which was key for me since I'm always on the move. ShipStation helps you get orders out really quickly, save money on shipping costs and keep your customers happy. They work with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. 
They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. So now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. So you'll always know that what you're getting is the best deal. It really is no wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more, less time, with the best rates available. And right now, Off the Vine listeners, you can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code VINE. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in VINE. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code VINE. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. So Rachel came on the show and okay so they remember we were sitting and watching i can't remember how how many mondays ago mm-hmm. but um a couple producers oh, yeah. called yeah. and said they asked me to be a part of that with rachel <laughs> because they really started that on my season with showing how much hate i was receiving and everyone was re- no just me at that point <laughs> was receiving online and they were like yeah would you like to you know go out there with rachel and talk about it and i was like well i'm gonna be in buffalo so i can't I was like no my grandpa needs to meet you yeah no i, I grandpa, told the producer grandpa i'm like lenny, i'm sorry <laughs> not this time grandpa lenny over the bachelor this time and i appreciate it we all appreciate that yeah no, even though i this was such an important thing for you to be a part of because i think it speaks to something you've gone through but um but rachel thank you for being in buffalo no i'm i'm glad i did and i'm glad that rachel took the reins on that one because she nailed it like she was very um she was she just really drove it home with the way she delivered the messages and the way she spoke to the women and the way she spoke to the viewers at home and she it was really powerful to just have her up there by herself talking with chris harrison i thought um about the online bullying because she's so well spoken very articulate and very articulate and she's obviously been through some really Mm -hmm. hard times with the internet and it just I, I just thought it was powerful having her up there on her own, and I'm I'm glad that she did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she um, kudos to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten, um, a very difficult message to really put out there, and you're 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 playing with a very thin line in delivering this me- me- uh, message and doing it tactfully and and doing it with confidence. And she it was so well said, and I felt it, was it. so well. I felt it. It was real. And the thing that needs to be said now, Kate, I kind of want you to really go into it because, you know, you were going to be there, but I, I needed you to be in Buffalo and I called it off. And thank you. <laughs> you didn't um, call it off. I, I <laughs> wanted to be in Buffalo. <laughs> Touche. But um, those things are very, very, very real. Yeah. And, you know, you can speak to it certainly more than I can, but the harassment at all levels, whether you're a fan favorite or the villain. Mm-hmm. It exists and it's very, very impactful. It hurts. It hurts and it changes the way all of us live our lives. Every yeah. one of us. Especially when it, you know, that impacts our families and, and friends. And, and I think they said it on the show where it's not criticism at that point. It's actual hate. It's hate. Yeah. And it's, it's crossing a line and it's, it's gone too far. And I don't know if addressing this, like Rachel said, will, you know, I, I, I agree with her that in order to change things, you have to address them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I just think the pe- people are so ignorant and mm-hmm. cowards out there that it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's going to change. I think we have to change and <laughs> I'm preaching to my own choir the way we, we react to it. Yep. But I, w- I always wonder too, if 
when Rachel's reading those and it says, go kill yourself, is that person at home, they clearly watch the show. Mm -hmm. Are they watching that being like, holy shit, I said that shame on me. I'm never going to do that again. Or are they like, yes, I made the show. Ha, that's so funny. Oh my God, that was me. Like you Uh, never know. Cause if they're that messed up to even say that in the first place, do they really feel shame? I mean, you got to think about what it would take to say that. I mean, to me, that's an aggressive, aggressive comment. So if you're saying that, what? Th- that's serious. Now, my the only thing I would respond to that is people have become so comfortable hiding behind the screen, mm-hmm. hiding behind an account that's not them, that they feel they're numb to what they're saying, I think. Yeah. And there's one thing, there's a huge difference. Criticism is okay. There's nothing. We all have the right to watch a show and criticize. And sometimes... It's delivery. Criticism is the best form of feedback because sometimes there's truth to criticism. That's what I need to work on. Sometimes there's truth to it. But hate is just unacceptable. Yes. And sometimes criticism is said with hate. And if you say hate, you know, like... I didn't really love this particularly of what you did and how you said it. I think you could have done that differently next time. And you're really annoying me on this show because you're not my kind cup of tea. That's one thing. But if you're like, go kill yourself, you are doing a shit job out there and I hate watching you. Um, you're not pretty enough to be on this show. Mm-hmm. That's hate. And the other, yeah, exactly. I couldn't have said it better. And the other thing you is probably that with criticism, like these people that, if you have something to say to someone who puts their whole life out there, mm-hmm. A to Z, why don't you say it from y- your account? Yeah. Why, and then you can maybe have a constructive conversation I with someone. I always think that. As opposed to just hiding. Now you're a hidden figure yeah. complaining to someone that has their whole life open, right? Reach, Jason Tardick. <sighs> I think that the same way. I'm like, hey... When like freaking oh man, if I could only remember her name, I muted her a long time ago. But it's so funny when I mute people too because mm-hmm. then everyone's like, oh my gosh, how can you say that to her? That's so mean. I'm like, nah, I don't even know what she's saying anymore. She's muted, but she still follows me, so thank you. But like when somebody says something from a troll account with no followers or whatever, it's I I always want to be like, hey, do you want to message me from your real account? Because I would I would be down to have a conversation with you, but I need to know who I'm talking to. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's fair. That's and it. the other thing is like the crit- I think it's again, there's nothing wrong with criticism. Bring it on. Like let's let's hear it. Let's be better. Maybe there's things we did do wrong. No, sometimes it's good. But the they're the, just the foul hate those comments. They're sick. And those those happen yeah. every season. I guess that's And I hate to say this. For most people they happen daily. Yeah. That's a daily occurrence. Oh, daily that's not hate. one random message that happens all the time. Yeah. Anywho, heavy pot. So we got man, heavy pot. We got online bullying. We have tragedies. We have deaths. We have coronavirus bringing down the market. I mean, holy smokes! We need to. Uh, we need the tides to turn. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I have a really good feeling about April. <laughs> <laughs> April's the month. Yep. And April's the finale. How month. about the finale? Just yep. blows everyone away. Can't wait. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I where wait where are we gonna be? Are we gonna be home? When's that? May, uh, Monday. No, I'm gonna be at Nichols College. Mm-mm. Well, I'll be home. Well, we'll FaceTime. Okay. Okay. Thanks for being uh, my co-pilot it's again. Always a pleasure I always to like be your doing. Co-pilot. Well, I mean, a lot of times before you were around, I would do bachelor recaps on my own, mm-hmm. and that's fine. 
I could I could hang with myself. You could, you could I could it. drink a couple of glasses of wine and just chat. And just go off with myself. <laughs> do you go two different personalities? No, nope, just, just, just stick you? to the one. It's, okay. it's challenging because you don't get the like opportunities to sip your wine or like have a little like swallow <laughs> or like, you know like a little breath. Breather. But it's always nice because you're here, and I'm like, well, you watched it with me, and you always have good insights. So I appreciate you um, always coming on the pod and chatting with me about it. It is good to be your co-pilot on the Bachelor Podcast Recap. Great therapy. Grape therapy. And now all you have to say is your session is now ended. Your session is now ended. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday and check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's now with OTV?